Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Bank Holiday Friday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to yet another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Sir Andy Goldstein. Yeah, maybe you didn't hear it yesterday, but yeah, that's where we're at at the moment. Of course, you can check me out on Drive Time today at 4pm alongside DB Sneaker Freaks, Darren Ben. but more on that later. In the last episode of the podcast, you may remember that Manchester United confirmed Paul Pogba would be leaving the club on a free transfer. European giants Real Madrid and Paris Saint-Germain and Juventus are reportedly interested in his signature. <coughs> Excuse me. His Carlton Palmer and Alex Crook having a big old Barney about Pogba and whether or not he's world-class, where, of course, the answer is he's not. Pogba! Screaming effort from Paul Pogba. France surely home and host now. You can't argue with the fact that he's a world-class player. He's won the World Cup. Yeah, but he's not been a world-class player for Manchester United. No, he, he, and that's no, not due to footballing ability. Yeah. That's due to attitude. That's due to commitment. That's due to desire. Bruno Fernandes, really, really Bruno Fernandes, when he first came in at Manchester United, dragged that team almost single-handedly but, but into the Champions not, but League. But he's not doing it now. Yeah, well, why did Paul, Paul but, Pogba never did that? But, but he's not doing it now, has he? Because he's poor management. No, Paul Pogba being, has been a poor player no, for no, Manchester no. United. Maybe I mean, it's he didn't do, deserve maybe, that send-off on social media. Maybe it's to do with the fact that actually the English game, the Premier League game, is a little bit too intense for Paul Pogba. No, no I, don't, I agree I don't, with that. I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. Why does he thrive in international football where the slower pace of the game seems to have benefited? Because he can let his better teammates win matches for him no no listen like I've said is the icing on the cake, right? You couldn't, hey, by the way, put is the De Bruyne... worth £90 million? Yeah, it put De Bruyne, I wouldn't want to eat that cake. Put, put De Bruyne, yes, in, it put, put De Bruyne in that Manchester uh, United side and he would look as poor as what... Pop I bet he would no. Now Ukraine will play Wales for a place at Qatar 2022 after beating Scotland at Hampden Park. We'll hear from former Scotland midfielder Barry Bannon backing Steve Clark to stay on as manager. But first, here's Ali McQuist warning Wales that Ukraine go into Sunday's clash as favourites. And Ukraine have scored a third goal with the final kick of the ball at Hampden Park. On the counter-attack, a terrific goal that ends Scotland's World Cup dreams. We didn't do well enough when we had the ball in possession, but the unfortunate thing was we didn't have possession of the ball enough because Ukraine were very good. Technically, they were excellent. Tactically, they were excellent. And the Wales have got a game in their hands. I must admit, watching the game last night, 
I think if they play like that, they'll start slight favourites, believe it or not, against Wales. Really? But Wales will obviously be doing their homework. They win their way back from their game last night. And we're watch, sitting watching videos and of, of, of the opposition, as you do. What we shouldn't forget is the progress that we've made over the last three years. We came into here in a really good shape. Eight games unbeaten. And like I said, it wasn't our night, it was Ukraine's night. So congratulations to Ukraine. I think after um, last night, when you get so close that it's easy for people to start turning and saying he needs to go and things like that. And you end up forgetting how far the, the country's come as a whole in the last couple of years. He's gave them some great times, especially getting to the Euros and things like that. But yeah, it's, it's easy to say after last night's disappointment, especially being that close and getting the home tie against Ukraine, you fancy your chances and then to lose out the way they did. It's, it, people are going to turn, but that's part and parcel of football. On now to Wales, and here's midfielder Joe Morrell on what it would mean to play at the World Cup in Qatar. Wales have surely pulled it off! You can hear the dragon roaring right across Europe! I didn't grow up dreaming of going to the World Cup, which I can imagine any Welsh lad was the same. And uh, it'd be a big moment doing it, and I think not just the, the moment of getting there, hopefully, but it'd be the knock-on effect that... You know, there'll be 10-year-olds in Wales growing up thinking we can play in the World Cup and I think that'll be as special as getting there for ourselves. We know how much it means to everybody and that's our biggest strength, not as a team, as a nation, you know. If we do get to Qatar, it'll be 3 million people going there, not 50. And we know we'll have the backing of everyone on Sunday and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. On now to cricket and the wickets tumbled on day one of the first test between England and New Zealand at Laws. So basically, a new era under Ben Stokesy Stokes. Same old England though. Here's England cricket correspondent John Normandy Norman speaking at the close of play. 59 without loss became 100 for 7. An incredible day's play which has seen 17 wickets fall. The top lines being a return to form for Jimmy Anderson. Four wickets for him. Uh, four wickets for the new boy Matt Potts. He's just about to face the press as well. I'm really, really over the moon with it. And... You know, a um, little bit of a tear in the eye early on this morning um, and I can imagine that uh, my mum and dad will have had a tear in theirs as well. And before a ball was bowled at Lord, Steve Hammy Harmison slammed ticket pricing, proving that cricket remains far too expensive. I personally think it's a disgrace. Mm. I really mm. do. I think the world we live in at this minute in time, I see... Tickets for under 16s at 130 pounds. I, mean, I think it's. Though. I think it's crazy. I think it's. Do you know what? The cricket sometimes kicks itself between the legs every now and again, and this is the the one time. Me and Matt Pryor had a, and Matt Pryor had a great discussion with Alex Tudor in the West Indies series about being exclusive, being cricket being exclusive to certain types of people. Unfortunately, this week. It's actually been proven. Yeah. It's been proven. And from a working class background in the northeast, you're going to have a, a guy from the northeast from a working class area uh, in Cockermouth kind of lead the team. You've got a young man from Washington and a coal mining town from me from Ashington. It disgusts me when I see mm. the prices that have. And unfortunately, we can't, as cricketers, you can't do anything about authorities that, that sometimes put the game down a bit. But unfortunately, the arrogance of whether it's the MCC or whoever have done this it's it's not it's not on on now to the french sports journalist for l'equipe eric bilderman calling on the english media to continue to put pressure on the french authorities to get to the bottom of the issues before that champions league final 
Where is the president of France? He's silence. Where is the new prime minister being appointed two weeks ago? Silence. This is an internal political issue. And behind that, the victims are the reputation of the English fans. But believe me, try to go on and go on uh, as, a pub- as English media, uh, as English public. Go on as Liverpool club. You don't have to, to stop going for the truth. You have been working like hell after Hillsborough to get the truth. This is not Hillsborough, but this is something that might have ended up to Hillsborough. So please don't let us down. You must be the strong link to get the truth. Now, Argentina were victorious in the finalissima. No one even knows what that means. After brushing aside Italy at Wembley. The Italians have been in wretched form. No one ever says that unless you're living in the 1800s. Since winning the Euros and failed to qualify for the World Cup. Here's Italian journo Tancredi Palmieri on one of the most depressing displays he's seen from the Azzurri. Italy nil, Argentina three, and that is a fair reflection of their dominance against the European champions. Scaloni's man have been fantastic. Even if he would win, we would still saying, yeah, we won, but we are not in the World Cup, so who cares? Yesterday would have a completely different meaning, uh, importance, if he would have qualified to World Cup. There was the subtext all the time in these days, like, yeah, okay, the finalissima, but we aren't at the World Cup. It was important, though, for us, probably even more than for Argentina, to wait exactly how can we be back to wait if it was if we stumbled in uh, against Macedonia or if we, we resumed our Euro 2020 spirit and everything. And I have to tell you, it was uh, one of the most depressing display from Italy I ever saw in my life. Now, the Women's Euros begins next month and TalkSport is the place to be for the tournament. Here's Leah Williamson with TalkSport's Faye Carruthers when asked if she can believe she's the skipper leading the Lionesses. I don't think I'd have believed you if you'd have told me that when we first started talking about these. But yeah, it's it's so exciting. I, you know, I can't tell you how excited everybody is and, and how much everybody just wants to be involved in this squad and this journey, really. I think at home Euros is, is a home tournament of any description, but home Euros is, is up there with with um, yeah bucket list kind of things isn't it really Steph Horton's obviously made the camp this time yeah. round the transition between uh, passing over over the baton have you sat down with Steph what's she been able to tell you um, I spoke to Steph when, when it was first announced and um, I know I have her full support which means a lot to me and obviously the respect I have for her and, and the job that she's done over all these years is it's incredible and uh, the legacy that she's left behind is one that deserves all the recognition it gets so I think it's um, we've sort of set our piece on it and it's just it's just been normal you know I, I've, I'll stand by that I don't think anything's changed around the team it's not like I've changed or um, so yeah we're just just as we as we always have been which has been really nice and obviously I'm buzzing for her that she's she's back and and competing um, you know for a place in the squad because like I said the legacy that she has this would be the perfect um, the perfect story really um, in terms of fighting back from an injury and making it yeah it really would Um, just positionally Serena Wiegmann's got you playing in this more kind of midfield role how are you adapting to that and enjoying it yeah it's hard um, you know the first couple of days when I come in because it's just spatial awareness and just sort of changing and um, and getting back into the rhythm of things but I just sort of give my best every day. And I'm working hard, you know. I'm, I'm watching a lot of football and a lot of clips and 
um, working on my fitness and stuff like that. It's different. It's different to what I do week in, week out. So um, just give it my all and, and see what happens. How much belief is there within this Lionesses squad that you can do something special in the summer? I think everybody knows that uh, we're capable of it. And I think that people are really have, have had great seasons, you know, come off the back of great seasons and had a lot of success themselves. And I think that when you come together and the competitiveness is this high, that's the best thing. You know, we always, we sort of said a couple of times in the team, you don't want to play because the other person's bad. You want to play because the person next to you is, is good, but you're better kind of thing. And I think that is what maybe is special about this team, the competitiveness, the depth um, and what we can all do together. Yeah. Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus of the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And of course, it's the Jubilee. Here's the former European champion boxer, Spencer Oliver, recording the time he met the Queen. I'm a little bit disappointed I've not been invited by the <laughs> Queen to the Jubilee party. I've got to tell you a quick story, actually. In 1998, when I had my last fight... Have we got any I, royal music here? Because I, this is a proper this is a, this regal is a, story. This is a big one. This is a big one. So, and I know the Queen will be listening to the show, by the way. She's a big fan of the boxing hour. <laughs> she's bored of the, so, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's so, the Troubadour colour. It's been going on for about six hours already. <laughs> so, I, um, yeah, I was invited in 1998 after my last fight by the Queen. I uh, got a personal invitation to go to Buckingham Palace for a Young Achievers Award where I met the Queen. I met Prince Philip, who was a really funny guy as well. And I met the Queen. And, and it was w- really weird, actually, because she knew my backstory. She was like, Spencer, such a dangerous sport. And I'm so glad that you've come through the way you've come through. And it's a you know a real pleasure to have you at the Palace. And I was just like, you know, you, know, what, 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 you don't know what to say. And I was just like, I was only a young kid as well. But yeah, a real honour. So from that day, I was a royalist. How long royalist. Ago was that? That was in 1998. That was your last fight, Spence? That was my last fight, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, so don't judge me on my age. I'm like, I was really young then. I was really, I was really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah so um, happy Platinum Jubilee to mum. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast. For my back, of course, I'm Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show at 4pm today alongside DB Sneaker Freak Darren Bent. There would, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Pockets at first thing in the morning. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. 
con Michael Gifford. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.